Let me see if I push play on the. Did I push play on the? Are you sure? Yeah. All right. So uh, let's check that play again at instant replay, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my my intention is to to basically uh get to talk to you about whatever you want to talk about. Um. Do you have anything in mind? <laughs> nothing. I mean, no, nothing necessarily that comes to mind. Um. We can talk about this past year pandemic. Yeah, that's that's a good. Uh, I mean, I don't think anybody like we're fresh off of kind of going through the the meat of it, you know. So I don't think mm -hmm. everybody's really anybody's really been able to talk about. Right. So that could be. You know. Current event. Because number fuck, one, there's so many highs and lows <laughs> within that dude within the business and just in general. Um, th whatever comes organically, bro. Like honestly, you you have such a fucking way of pulling like. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. All right. I'm gonna so tell you like like Yoda, do or do not. <laughs> there is no try. Okay. <laughs> Renee, you ready? All right. We're good. Drop. This is a C Planner podcast, not selected series. So. Yes, amigo. Yes, I'm just trying to know. I'm I'm, I'm speaking out loud. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'm trying to get myself in the. It's because it's different. Like with three guys, you have a different um approach. Yeah. Like you you're playing your your pocket, and and with this it's like, I'm doing usually Luis would do all the introductions. Right. And so you're carrying the weight, bro. <laughs> you're looking at i'm gonna keep you around now quality control how about me bro i'm okay yeah yeah I'm good. yeah i'm missing a tooth but that's about it <laughs> <laughs> you're a, you're 9.999 percent yeah fucking complete all right so i'm gonna fuck up a couple times or maybe not but we'll see it's all good bro hey guys welcome to the c planner podcast my name is David. I'm your host, and I'm sitting here with a great friend of mine, Jaime Jimenez from 111 Conditioning. What's up? What's up? Uh, it's in Cat City, right? Cat City, Cathedral City. Representing. Yes, sir. Uh, we had, well, yeah, we had you on Selected Series, and now we're on the Seed Planner podcast. Los Planteros del Norte. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, let's see. Uh, fill us in. I feel like I haven't talked to you in a minute, and... Um, I think from going into the pandemic, uh, I stopped going to 111. I mean, I think before, even before. It's okay, bro. No hard feelings. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, my own personal yeah, journey. Sir. I have to d deal with my stuff. If you didn't love me, I wouldn't be here. So <laughs> For sure. So welcome. Um, yeah, bro. Fill us in on uh, the outdoor gym you got going on. What a crazy ride, dude. Yeah. So, I mean, when we spoke the last time. I had just expanded into the second side. Yeah. So that was like such a cool, you know, like fresh thing that we were starting out, you know, it's kind of getting the ins and outs of the new space. And then 2020 happens and yeah. for everybody, for everybody, dude. Um, and yeah, I didn't know necessarily that we we're going to end up outside. Um, but uh, 
once the weather cooled down <laughs> it did it did it was pretty hot yeah yeah because timeline wise uh mid-march is when they shut like we went through the complete stay-at-home order uh-huh so like march 15th is when it was more uh just everybody stay home we don't know you know the dynamic of this whole situation right um so to protect your neighbor and one another you know just stay home keep life simple um yeah you've been you've been uh repping the the face mask pretty hard yeah man i mean i think that's a whole other thing that kind of like fits the at the very least one thing we can do to help one another out <laughs> yeah you know plus that's like i always tell everybody like i always want to be a ninja growing up so <laughs> just you know what the cool thing is that you're you're all within your community everybody respected that decision and actually embraced it and have gone even yeah uh, I mean, I, I get where everybody else was coming from, too, because as a business owner, you know, like, especially in a gym, like, nobody wants to wear a mask when they're working out, and I get it. But if we go, like, back a few years, you see people wearing, like, these elevation masks in the gym looking like Bane, like, <laughs> trying to be all badass and stuff. So it's like, what's different, dude? Like, Or even before that, uh, you would see, like, the Asian community really uh, embracing for the other people right. if they were feeling sick right through travel or mm. you know through airports and stuff like yeah i mean that's the thing man it's like that's a concept that when i would see it i didn't really understand it it was more like why is that person wearing a face mask yeah you know and then when you know we were forced into it or not forced into it but it became part of you know of 2020 it was kind of like i get it you know if that's one of the things we could do to help stop this and it is what it is you know um um go i'm trying to like remember stuff from I know we're going to have a bunch of different tangents, but I'm trying to remember from the last interview that we had, you had a neighbor. Yeah. And they're back Uh, in Palm Desert. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bam Camp. Bam Camp. Yeah, yeah. So I just want to do a little quick shout out to them. Yeah, man. They uh, and they got like all the freaking the sneakers now and like all the you've been you've been there. I haven't, dude, but I've heard a lot of people like they're creating a a good little buzz. So, you know, that's dope. That's dope because I know the retail thing, you know. It, it gets pretty hard. It gets hard, dude, in terms of, you know, just holding space, holding an actual brick and mortar. And with streetwear, like we talked about last time, you know, it, it could get to where people just prefer to be online, you know? Yeah, I have a um, a buddy of mine. His uh, Instagram page is, I think it's called Off the Racks. I've you heard of that? I've seen, yeah. Uh, all his stuff is all online. Dope, yeah. And, and I th- I th- he makes pretty good money. Uh, yeah, dude. And then, even then, like, so all these names that I see popping up, like off the racks, like mm-hmm. I don't know the person, but I know the name. Yeah. And I've seen visually like the the rugs that he's doing and stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shout out. Super sick, dude. You know, like I saw. I think Flat Black got one. Yeah. Uh, and then he's got the one that he did with Daniel. You know, the 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 love you one. And I'm just like, yo. <laughs> I'm waiting for the love to give come <laughs> this way. Uh, no, because there's, there's the logo right there. Yeah. Little, little seed planner. I hit him, I hit him up, and he's like, dude, I'm mad busy. So whenever he has time, uh, just reach out to me. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they're super cool. They're, they're and super dope, bro. And they're nice gift yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Super dope. And it's just amazing to see some, like, a simple concept. I mean, not simple in creating it, but just the thought of, you know, the mm-hmm. rug. Yeah. But then merging, like, the style and, like, you know, logos that we love or, like, whether it be our own brand or something that we love. Like, dude. Especially because they're... Like we're we're making some dope shit out here in the desert, <laughs> that that like you see it and you're like you get even hyped about it because, yeah, there's all this commercialized you know um, design and like all the streetwear and stuff, but the stuff that's coming out of here, yeah, 
is very cool. So uh, we'll, we're probably both going to allude back to like the first podcast a lot because there's yeah. topics that like are kind of cool to fill the gaps in from then to mm-hmm. now. And I know one of the things we talked about then was just kind of like all the creators out here, all the movers and the shakers and how we kind of reached the point then that was what, 2018? 19? I think so. One of yeah. the two um, where there was a collective group of, of people making waves and making moves and and loving and one another there. stuff. Yeah. And now to see like how much further those people have gotten, but also these new names that I've seen pop up where I'm yeah. like, let's do it. Desert. Like, let's go. Class, yeah. yeah. It's like, cool. Let's go, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty hyped and proud of seeing like what the desert community, you know, both east and west end of the valley are, are producing, man. Like there's around the same time that we were starting off, we got to talk to Pete from Five Black. Right. He um, was one of our first interviews. He was barely moving into the Palm Desert spot where he's at, and to see his progression and to see how many artists have gone and done done their shows and uh collaborations and the way he uses or everybody in the community is open to use him as a platform has been super amazing well and how selfless he is with it too Mm -hmm. i mean pete's killing it bro you know and and like i remember that podcast stood out to me because i think it was you you quoted i think pete or somebody but you, you said something about like we're the adults now yeah and that shit stuck in my head like from the moment i freaking heard that to like even today like i just know there's a responsibility that comes with like the things that we're doing and like we owe it to to just be genuine about our approach and be selfless and like let knowledge pour out let knowledge pour in Mm because we can be influenced by the younger generation too man like most (laughs) definitely like i catch myself a lot you know trying to learn not to keep up with the trends but just to know the trends Mm -hmm. you know so that like if you know like what's going on you kind of know how to go with or against yeah but you have to know what's going on you have to know your audience too yeah you you said something about learning i'm sure you're learning from your daughter you're learning (laughs) you're i'm serious congratulations thank you bro thank you thank you i mean it's i mean the congrats are mutual but like it goes that fatherhood has been like the best thing that's happened to me dude like and honestly that little personality that she has she just turned one a few weeks ago and (laughs) in that one year dude it's like i didn't know things happened so fast like i've been around babies before but when you're on a day-to-day with this kid and like you know you see this little you get home from the hospital this little 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 baby that you're holding you know and you're like man kid like the world is yours if i can give it to it you know or if, if I can give it to you and then like you start to see her develop little like her personality traits and learning things and this and that. And then it's like you blink and now she's walking and she's like objectifying things like pointing things out and she knows this. She knows that like if I ask her like don't this Mickey or Minnie she knows like where her Minnie Mouse is and it's like you were just born like slow down kid. Like, yeah, I, see my, I see my niece and she um, she gives me so much joy. When when I talked to my brother, I talked to my brother a couple of days ago and and I asked him, like, yo, if it if it isn't about your family and your child, like the world, it doesn't even matter. And he's like, yeah, because time goes by so fast that you're never you don't know whether today's the last day you're going to change a diaper or you're going to see your daughter start crawling. It's true, man. It's it's wild. It's true. Like I always catch myself in like. I'll, when my wife and I are speaking, like I'll tell her, like I can't wait till she does this, and then I have to stop, and I'm like, no, I can wait because should, I yeah. still want to be able to enjoy like what she's doing right now, because 
it's gonna like come and go so fast and i know it from talking to other dads so talking to other parents but when you're in it it's like oh this is what they meant but like times 10 yeah you know so it's crazy so going back you were our third you were our third episode and on our second going back to pete he said on your fourth you're gonna be a hundred times better than you were on your first so don't worry about it and you said something about um i can't wait till this happens the whole time we were starting to do the the podcast um, i'm speaking about selected series uh i was always getting ahead of myself right i was like oh i can't wait to do this i can't wait to already be doing this and it's exactly with the with like it's like a newborn like yeah don't just let things come as they go so for those that are starting and and i i I really i really did mention this it's crazy because uh i keep getting flashbacks we get so excited to do something yeah sure uh the hardest thing is to take the first step but once you already start yeah um enjoy that damn ride because the destination you have to be present is, is not like the destination is just a cherry on top. Yeah, the it really is. The best thing dude. is the, the the road travel. Yeah, it really is, dude. And I mean, you're a creative, bro. Mm-hmm. So you have imagination. So it's really easy to, because I, I get caught up in the same thing where I'm always like trying to think ahead and like, you know, imagine ahead and just like, oh, man, it'd be so dope to do this and this and this when I still barely have something that I just put into fruition. Yeah. You know, and it's like uh, it, it's like when you win, dude, you like you go for like you know a victory or whatever and the, s- the second you get that victory it's like it's over you know now what what's next what's next you know so yeah i i really do un- uh going solo like how you were saying before we started the first the first thing that i realized was like dang i don't have my extremities which was renee and Luis. right so now i gotta do all the intros i gotta do all the editing i gotta do everything 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 and 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 it's like if I'm just barely getting started, when when you um, maybe we can correlate this with with the outdoor gym, uh, I see that you have uh, synthetic grass out there. Like you didn't have that right away. Did you, did you like what spun your wheels? Or how did you? Before I answer that, I'm proud of you, dude. Thank you. Honestly, because I know that like, you know, Renee and I had conversations about like where the podcast was going and I was always giving them a hard time like yo I want the next one I want to hear the next one I want it because I genuinely love like what was going on with the awareness that you guys were building with just new people doing things or people in our own community that were like accomplishing things you know and at the end of the day um when I heard that this was you know gonna transpire Mm -hmm. I'm like yes dude like just keep it going keep it going keep like doing something and I see the passion that's coming from you I see like the way the the studio is set up like your branding like everything that you do bro is like i'm super proud of it dude, because you. i can tell that you have intent and you put what you want to like what you hope the right eye will catch yeah you know and if and if it's an eye that can appreciate it at some point it will but like every meticulous little detail like it's you can tell that you put that that work into it and that's the way thanks man yeah i mean <laughs> I'm, I'm genuinely proud dude so i have to get that out of and i wanted to start the freaking episode with that but like i'm like when when can i give him the props when can when you know like so i have to say i'm proud bro and just keep this shit going keep you know keep growing like you're doing amazing with it um i want to hold it down for uh our generation the people that came out of 
we all have a story to tell. Yeah. So I feel like the people that are in my world are in it for a reason and they only enhance my life. And um, you've really <laughs> you've really been something Thanks, dude. something special in my life. Thanks. So I appreciate and, it. And I will say that like what you got going on with it, like it's doing what it needs to do because from from Alex episode to uh to Daniel's episode to now Renee's episode, like I, I'm a fan of the show, dude. So like I I'm always interested in what you guys are gonna say and who you're interviewing and from each one of those episodes like I've gotten things that like months ago I didn't have in my head. So Sweet. it's doing what it needs to do. You right know? So right just don't stop. Having said that <laughs> Yeah, I was I was getting I was getting the pandemic really uh there's been a few times that we've slowed down and um we slowed down the first time uh was because we didn't have our equipment so we did a little um mixer and we got a bunch of people and they all yeah. uh, we, dude that really showed the love that the community yeah. was sh- showing us and so i i said you know everything that i can i'm gonna invest back into the podcast and now it's it it is what it is now and um now we have two pretty good podcasts that are gonna s- i don't want to i don't want to let them die because yeah. i feel like there's people out there that have a message for the world to see and w- i can yeah. do it like why am i gonna yeah well you did what a business needs to do dude you take the profits and you reinvest and you you plant the seeds and the it little grows. by little, little by little, it grows. The plantita starts to <laughs> to to flourish, it's and you know, it, it really isn't up to me now. It's like something that, like, took its own. Yeah. T- how do you say? It took its own like trajectory. Yeah, and it's just going now. I'm just like trying to control it. That's all, amigo. Yeah, dude. Just at the end of the day, just keep it going. Um, to go back to your question, with the uh, the turf and stuff like that. Um kind of started happening little by little so because you have all these rigs now and stuff right yeah like you set up your cars and yeah that's I wild dude. i know a welder um <laughs> 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 uh, so in the beginning um when they told us like th- there was going to be the second shutdown so we went from march 15th through i think it was july 15th completely closed was yeah it was no june 15th completely closed shut down no work no nothing which was a blessing in disguise because i had just we had just had our little girl, mm-hmm. and so February, I took a month off, got back to work in March, and then literally was at work for like two weeks, and then they're like, got to close. So I'm like, all right, well, back to daddyhood, you know? So You weren't complaining. I wasn't complaining, dude. In the beginning, um, I wasn't because, man, time with my wife and my little girl, like, who would not, dude? The like, I prayed, I prayed for that kid, you know? So to be able to have that time, it was like, I got the bonus, you know? So that was amazing, and, and just being able to just – soak all that in was cool um so she was definitely the silver lining to that whole you know experience once uh, mid-june we were able to open back up we had another month Mm -hmm. of work and then there was a second shutdown that was in towards the end of july okay so then in that one there was a loophole and it was like if your business can conduct outside outdoors you can still conduct business and so i'm like man we're in the middle of freaking summer dude like I can't train people outside. Like, there's no way. It's just, there's no shade. There's no nothing. Other businesses, I saw them investing in canopies and, like, these big structures. And I'm like, I don't have that investment. Like, I'm frugal. I need to have what I save and make sure that, like, rent's paid. Things are, you know, taken care of. Didn't you, weren't you part of uh, 
Oh, the um the uh the campaign that uh Windmill City was doing? Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. did that how did that go? That about? was freaking awesome, dude. Um shout out to Glenn. Shout out to Glenn, dude. Like Glenn, his wife Ashley, um, and I believe it was um Christine Soto from uh, Dead or Alive Bar, they put that campaign together and it was the sun will rise. Mm-hmm. And it was basically like a group of small mis- businesses that came together that they kind of quarterbacked. Um, they released merchandise and stuff like that. And it was like, if you can't do anything aside from like buying, you know, something, all the profits from these are going to be basically like grants that we're giving to these small businesses, you know, that are, that are part of it. And it just, it was nice, dude, because honestly, like to see people selflessly again, selflessly just kind of come together and say, how are we going to help out? Yeah our own like our businesses and make sure like nobody else is going to yeah. if you don't do it yeah exactly like you guys touched on it on i think alex uh episode where you're basically like when you don't have bread someone else has the bread you know and yeah if you're willing to share and like let ego go out the door or like this you know one every man for himself mentality that's that's the worst you know so i was blessed to be a part of that you know that was definitely like a, a, a beautiful cushion to have you know um and then and then i did like my own merch with uh, through Glenn also like m- the resilient stuff that was like the, the merch that I came out with so because I couldn't train I was able to just kind of shift to, to doing you know a little bit of merch and stuff like that and we have such an amazing fucking following of people at the gym dude like our family that we have inside the gym like it's it's hard to even say clients or members you know it's just like it literally is a family dude yeah, I, you I, know? I can see your facial expressions kind of kind of changing your yeah. eyes get a that little water. Emo- uh, dude because it was watery. a tough fucking time bro yeah. like you know not for nothing but when you have a brick and mortar and your your name is like attached to a lease, <laughs> like I had just had a little girl, you know, but the bills still coming in, the bills are still coming in. I, my motivation prior, like when I first became a trainer was because of that last recession. And I remember how dark that time was. So in my head, I'm like, Oh, please don't happen again, dude. Cause now I'm responsible for this little life. And it's selfish of me to not want to go through that. Cause other people are going to go through hardships. But at the same time, like I just, you know, but so. uh, you put so much emphasis into to making such a great community. Look what happened this year. You got awards. Yeah, and that, dude, Bro, again. that's insane. It's awesome, but it's like, it's it's not just me, man. Like, you know, it's the gym, like yeah, the people that are there. Yeah, but like, for instance, all right, guys, let's get it. Like, <laughs> when when you hear those, when you hear that, 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 that your voice, like, when we're like, messing around and like stretching or whatever and you come in you're like all right let's go no and then and then when you at the end when you're like all right let's bring it in and like you do your chance yeah. and stuff like do you still do that so no like we've from even not from even from away? a distance because i i told myself that we're not going to do that chant again Ugh. until we can all come together safely peace of mind like you know we, like we earn the fucking point where we're going to come put those hands back in the middle one 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 strong like we're back you know like that's fucking symbolic to me and even like my my throat quick like god you hit a fucking like <laughs> it is because it's true yeah. though because like everybody there is is all going through the same circ- circuit circuit and and um circuit yeah circuit and uh we're all fighting through it and it's and it's like it's what Super I fucking love about fitness, bro. Yeah. Like a workout is so like metaphorical and symbolic, dude. Like if you tell yourself you you want to accomplish this or that, like mm-hmm. and you you can question to yourself like how bad do you want it? Workouts are the one fucking thing where like you can prove to yourself how bad you want that fucking change. Like if you're not willing to kind of push out of your comfort zone, 
then you don't fucking really want it. You kind of want it. And that's okay, too. But don't go claiming, like, I, I fuck, you know, I'm, I want, I'm about that shit. Like, it's you can't o- lie to yourself. You can't lie to yourself, bro. Like, if you fucking put the effort in and you're willing to kind of, like, go through a little bit of pain, a little bit of discomfort safely <laughs> with yeah. the right trainer watching you, you know. But at the end of the day, like, if you're able to, to have the wherewithal to push yourself through that and you fucking want it and you repeat that, it's going to continue to happen. And you you take that mindset to business, to any your relationships, whatever you're trying to, yeah. like, go through conviction with. Most definitely. It, it's going to work out for you, dude. And you build confidence in that, dude. So now at, at that point, like, life's, there's nothing life is going to tell you where you can't be like, I'm going to fucking muscle through this shit, dude. Like, you know. Let me ask you. I've been going through my own physical um, journey going back to, what's that? I just started two weeks ago. But my whole my whole thing was, like, I have this thing where I'm broken into three pieces. My physical, my mental, and my spiritual. Right. So, I feel like it's like a pie, right? And so, there's there's times where you focus on a certain thing. Like, my mental, for me, has to be right for everything else right. to be right. Yeah. So, for a while during this pandemic, I was going through a, a rut mental. Like, I was just couldn't, couldn't kind of formulate the thoughts that I needed to be like, okay, now I can focus on this other thing because it was is like a survival mode. Right. You're, you're in this thing where it's like, yeah, you're in a pandemic. I'm handing I'm handing out food once a week. Uh, w- we do the fine food bank at, at my school, and I see people lining up. Like we'll we'll be ge- we'll be giving out food at like eight in the morning. There's people there at five thirty, six o'clock lining still, up. Yeah. So still, and so I see the need, and in my head I'm like, hey, I'm living a good life. Um, I got my house, right. like all these things. And so it doesn't hit me. And I see people struggling and I see all this stuff on the news. It's a reality check. So my in my head, I'm like, am I living on cloud nine while everybody's like, so I'm like always trying to keep myself from floating away from yeah. like reality. But it's okay because that's, it's perspective too, man. Right. Like at the end of the day, like, I don't know. I don't want to say it's selfish to think, you know, that you are, it, it's per. What what do I want to say, dude? It's like you're preserving your own, like, that mental health at the same time, dude. Because at the end of the day, with everything going on, it's so easy to be caught up in, like, the empathy of, like, what's going on, right? Mm -hmm. You know? And for those of us that are empaths, like, it wears down on you, dude. Like, to the point where it starts to affect now relationships at home or this or that because you're so worried about what's going on in the world. And don't get me wrong. We have to worry about what's going on in the world because it it, it affects all of us, right? Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, if you can't take that little step back to, like, be a little bit more selfish with the preservation of where your mind needs to be so that you can enjoy time with your family, you know, you can enjoy time on your own, that balance is, like, it's key, dude, you know? And even how you said, like, your mind has to be right, you know, for the other things to fall in line. But sometimes, you know, a little bit of action. But I realized exactly. So so my physical, I started uh, two weeks ago. And, dude, I've been grumpy. Like... Because my body's breaking that 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 addiction to what sugar. Is it, what is it doing to me? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, are you messing around? Are you serious? And so now I'm kind of like leveling out. Yeah. And my my mind is way more clear. Cognition is yeah. clear. Yeah. Everything is like running. Yeah. And I was like, dang, I was neglecting the thing that I needed. Yeah. For a long time. Well, because even chemically, you need you know re- release of endorphin, release of dopamine, like all these things that like chemically happen to your body when you're working out. 
that's why like physical fitness is so like important dude and that's one aspect that i didn't know going in my anxiety's going yeah, away man. everything you know it's everything's lining up like it was like this and now it's kind of like yep. it's not flatlined but it, it the peaks and the valleys are are far yeah too, i mean they're not few and far between few and far yeah between. and they're and they're more uh they're more uh what's the word like just controllable as well too mm-hmm. you know like you can kind of like without just straying off too far and like losing your mind over something you know it's like yeah man uh so i was gonna ask you uh if if because uh, because that beginning stage i see i don't how do i i i see renee going like five ten miles and i'm like yo what the hell but he's been doing it for almost yeah. a year now like a little longer since i mean i think maybe was it like July? Yeah. And um, I'm like, oh, all right, well, I'm going to grandstand and I'm going to do 10 miles. Like, my body won't. Yeah, you're too and you're too worried about Renee's miles and not no, your no, miles, no. bro. But what I'm trying to say is like there's people that will be like, oh, well, I used to do this. Like, for instance, me, I used yeah. to do this. Well, I'm just going to jump right back on it. You can't. You can't, And, and there's going to have th- – you're going to have people listening and they're going to be like, oh, well, I'm in between. You know, I want to start working out. What would you say to them to, like, you know, slowly get into it? Because the food aspect is, is a major thing. Like, you have to wait. For instance, I wake up now, and I wake up at 4.30, but I go through a fasting till 9. Yeah. That's when I get hungry, so I eat. And then I'll eat around 2 o'clock, 2.30, and then I'll eat right before 6 o'clock. Three meals, and in between, I'm having snacks. Right. Constantly eating water. But it took me a while to, like, find that sweet spot. Right. Once you get that meal, I think you should, right, you should start with your nutrition first. I mean. Or everybody's different. It's everybody's different, man. And that's kind of like more of a of a placebo type thing more than anything, you know, because what works for one might not work right. for the, the next, you know. And it's like, it's kind of like what I said right now. Like, I wasn't necessarily trying to say you specifically are too worried about what Renee's miles are. Yeah. But, you know, it's like we get caught up on, like, the comparative, you know, or, right. or like, even you comparing yourself to an old you, saying, like, man, I like I used to be capable of this. Gotcha. Okay, but you're not right now. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Like, you've you've done other things in life that, like, y- were you enjoyed. You you know, you got to do, you know, this, that, that, you know. So the sacrifice was the ability the ability to be able to run as, as far or fast as you could. But you got to remember you were once capable of it, mm-hmm. you know, so work to get it back. But don't necessarily think that you're going to jump right in. Right. You know, and when it comes to, you know, a healthier lifestyle, it's I, I'm a big fan of just keeping it simple, dude. You know, because there's so much gimmick out there and there's so much like misinformation left and right that it's like we get so caught up in like, fuck, I, I, I need to do this because it worked for this person. Or, oh, my God, I need to buy this product because this is what, you know, I need to. To lose weight. Yeah, I got a homie that's constantly like, I'm just going to buy some diet pills. I'm like, bro, like, that's not how you're supposed to do it. I mean, no disrespect to him. Like, if that's the path that he's trying to take, cool. But that's, that's, there's no long-term, like, sustainability in that. But he's not trying to even change his, like, eating habits, nothing. It's just like, yeah. It's a crutch. You know, you're, you're, you got a crutch and, and you, we have to let go of those things, dude. Because at the end of the day, like. You can't reverse these bad habits. You can't like you. It's not an overnight thing, dude. It's like, yeah, it's going back it's to saying like, yeah, what can I do? What's enjoyable? Like when people start working out with me, dude, like I tell 
especially like on the weight loss journey i'll tell people like i'm not going to give you this crazy diet to start off with like you know you got to make some changes right we have we have a discussion we have a talk but i do say i want you to take one thing like one fucking thing that you know you gotta like get rid of and and just focus on that one fucking thing like me it was coca-cola dude like I, w- I loved Coca-Cola. I'd fucking go Del Taco to get food, and then I'd go to McDonald's just to get a Coke because they had better Coke there than they had at fucking Del Taco. Really? It was, it was that bad, dude. So at that rate, like, when I started losing weight, I just told myself, you know what? <laughs> fucking no more Coke. Yeah. No more Coca-Cola. And then I told myself, okay, I'm going to do that for 30 days. And then after those 30 days, if I want to start, you know, bring that thing back in but sacrifice something else, then I'll do that. Oh. But at that point, when the 30 days would end up, I'd be like, well, I made it this long without it. Uh, why don't I keep it off and then add something to the mix? And then little by little, you know? It's gradually. It's gradual, dude. And at the end of the day, when I would have a drink of Coke, it'd be like, oh, dude, I'd feel like lethargic. My stomach would hurt. Like, I just, I wouldn't okay. feel right, you know? That's and, a good way. And it's a reminder, you know? And, and it's just keeping the process simple, dude. Because at the end of the day, we, we all want to make change so fast, dude. And I get it. I yeah. fucking get it, dude. But you're not going to reverse like years of just mis maintenance on your body and mistreatment of your body and bad habits and this and that with just like a couple of good decisions for two weeks. I keep reverting back to Renee because for a while I was like, bro, I don't fucking, I don't see any pr- improvement, <laughs> but I feel like the way he did it was the proper way to do it. Yeah. Because now if he slips up, his body's not going to just all of a sudden inflate again. Yeah. Because he did it the right way, and he has so all those miles in yeah. that his body's going to be And he's like, got right. his own accountability to it, too. Yeah. Because he knows he's invested so many days in this piggy bank of, like, you know, yeah. physical success that at the end of the day, like, the other day he was at the gym, and, like, he, he took a couple of days off. Like, he went ham for, like, fucking, you know. For a while. Yeah, diligently, and I'm so proud of that fool, dude. Like, he fucking killed it for so long. And then... At a certain point, he was like, man, I took a couple of days off and I feel this fucking workout, dude. Like, I can feel it, you know? But at the same time, he's still pushing through it. He's still rocking through it. Two workouts after that, fucking back to normal. Just killing it, killing it, killing it. And it's like, you know, because at the end of the day, like, it's okay to take a couple of days off here and there, too. Like, once you find that groove, mm-hmm. like, w- balance, dude. You need to let the body rest. You need to let the mind rest. And, like, you know, yeah. too much of a good thing is not a good thing dude you know so just just fun because then you then then it becomes an obligation and almost like a chore and you don't want it to become that either like if if working out is your escape like let it continue to like be that happy place exactly. you know yeah and that's and, true. and when you worry about the physical at the end like that's the bonus dude that's what i tell everybody like we, w- we want to look good yeah but like don't get so hard pressed about the, the scale changing or this or that like if a month from now the scale doesn't change but you're able to fucking pick up heavy heavier dumbbells. You're able to run more. You're able to do this and that more efficiently. You're able to fucking do something at your house that you weren't comfortably able to do because your body hurt. Like, that's a fucking win. Like, you're 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 changing the path of that line from here to like back to here. And yeah, then that's true. And then as the abilities grow and the cardio grows and this and that, like you just start fucking climbing, climbing, climbing. You know, and you just have to to I just. I think that that can correlate with anything, even like like videography for for instance we have a good friend of ours that uh does so much content for everybody and um in my heart is underrated by all the standards that you can go with um and so 
um, in a sense, like, you can be doing it and doing it and not see the, the results or the, the end game or people might not be responding to what, um, I know what you mean. What, dude. what thing, how do you, how do I say it? Like, it's I basically I like the void that like, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And like the absence of his presence is like, yeah, it's like the consistency and, and uh -huh. how much quality work he put out. Like it speaks volumes for itself. And now that we're like, we're like, where's Kiro's? Where's, yeah. where's Omar? We're dude? missing him, man. Right here, bro. <laughs> He's right. in our head for sure. Literally our on hearts. my hat. In our hearts. Yeah. Um, he uh, definitely, what, uh, when he took that leave of absence, I'm sure he's uh, he's somewhere doing something. He's in but the back cage. Yeah. <laughs> but I, what, what I'm saying is like, uh, once you do something, you were, you were like, you were referring that to this this the selected series and the seed planner now um that slow grind yeah even when nobody's subscribing even when nobody's buying or or you know l listening or or giving you props or nothing like that if you maintain yeah just like your workout just like eventually the the fruits of your labor will will pay out absolutely dude and even then like you by like you're again you're a creative most artists most creatives like when they produce their own things when they create their own things by their own standards it's you're never happy right yeah so somebody like like omar like cute heroes he like he kills it bro like every execution of what he does is like amazing right like the final product is always just it's heavy you know but at the end of the day like by his standards uh, he might not be happy with it mm -hmm. you know and then Right now, like during his absence, like where we're not seeing things come from him, everybody's like, yo, you need to get back in. You need to get back in. Like you need to do this. You need to do that. And it's like his work is, is speaking for itself, you know, and it's demanding him. I guess my objective isn't to, to like harass him or, or be like, because uh, I think this is like an ongoing conversation <laughs> in this too. podcast. Uh, it's just... Uh, we love his work yeah and uh we and we love him dude we like, love him yeah yeah for sure so it's like a, his happiness his you know wherever he's at but at the end of the day like we love his fucking work dude yeah. and we know the potential we know like i mean to put it in perspective dude like he's done other videos for me you know like he's done a couple of little workout teaser videos here and there during the pandemic mm -hmm. i hit him up and i'm like bro i need to fucking make this video and like this is the idea that i have in my head and i basically want the inside of the gym to look like there's an absence of like energy and work in here, you know, mm -hmm. but I don't want that to kind of shortcut the fucking like the basically like the fitness party that we're having outside and how we're killing it and how just because we can't work out inside doesn't mean like the culture of our gym or like just the onwardness of our of our, you know, progress died out, you know. And so we got together on this video and when I'm shooting ideas at him back and forth, like, you know, I, I told him, I'm like, man, if you're shooting, you know, this part right here and maybe we can have like a news you know, uh, a soundbite from the news talking about the pandemic. I and, he was like, oh about. and he was like, oh, yeah, I've, I've already kind of got some some of those. Uh, like, I've, I've been looking up soundbites and I got some of those already put away. And I'm like, dude, like his brain is already like where I want it to be, man. Like yeah. and then he did the video and like it came out and that video took its own life. Dude, like it's if you compare like the other videos I have, I have like maybe like 300 views here. 400 views hit there and that video was like 2500 views or something like that and i'm like 
that's him bro like there's such emotion in that video that it's like it, it's just yeah bro like you're missed <laughs> we, we love you man yeah Troubling new data from the World Health Organization. The U.S. marked its deadliest 24 hours last week with more than 2,900 lives lost to COVID-19. We're going to begin with breaking news as California is effectively back under lockdown tonight as the surge of coronavirus cases exploding across the U.S. is now slamming head on into the country's largest state. Tonight, Governor Gavin Newsom says he's stopping indoor dining in restaurants and closing all bars, wineries, and saw the state's beaches overflowing. The governor is also closing gyms, churches, and non-essential offices in the state's 30 hardest-hit counties. Turn my music high, 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 yeah. You don't know what you're doing. I will not lose ever. Let's go! Let's go! But that's a beautiful example of, like, when you organically put yourself into your work, you know, and, like, at the end of the day, like, now your work, like, it, it, it's, it's demanding of you. It's calling of you in in the right way. Like, you know, like, we speak about passions and, like, putting everything that we want into, like, you know, accomplishing certain things. And, like, those passions, like, if you put the right energy into them and the right, like, you know, organic emotion into them, like, they're going to take care of you when you least expect it, when you need it, like, you know, and. And that's kind of like a beautiful example of it, you know. I just hear that that Jay Z's uh, song where it's like, oh yeah, and I just feel like him yep. walking out, just yep. like, bro. It's just I don't know. It's just I like I'm a romantic. Yeah. Like so, I'm in my head, the community is is. We're such a such a small community that. You fucking sneeze or fart, somebody's gonna <laughs> hear it, you know, and yeah. everybody's gonna. And know then they're telling it. the next person how bad it smelled. Look, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can yeah. I fucking fart, <laughs> please? Yeah, man. No, but no, it, and I get it. That's that's human nature, mm-hmm. you know. It's gonna be anywhere you go, anywhere you move, anywhere. But one thing I will say, like going back to what we talked about it earlier in the in this episode, of how accomplishing and how beautiful the work that's coming out of the valley is right now. Yeah, man. Like, it's fucking phenomenal, bro. Like, it's so good. And I'm starting to sprout and see things that, like, a few years ago I wish the valley had. And now it has it. And it's our own people cultivating. Eh? Seed planter. Cultivating and, and doing that, you know? And yeah. And I'm so proud of, like, where we're headed as a valley and, and as creatives and as, like, you know, the ideas that are brewing. And 
you know, there's a lot more love. And I think the pandemic and the quarantine kind of helped the right people bring that love forward to to energize and to kind of tell the next person, like, that's a great idea. Fucking run with it. Like, now's the time, you know? Yeah, for sure. We have we have we have people like that in our corner that will be like, hey, yo, like, get it together. Like, let's do this. And they facilitate the things that we want to do, like especially with the social media stuff, you have an ability to come up with the seed, an idea and put it in the world yeah. and see what happens. And the right, it comes across the right eyes, the right ears. And it's even if it's one person that it reached, but it changed their life. Like I, I, I always think that that's like one of the best mentalities to have because that's at least one life that you're helping. You know, I, I grew up off of uh, whispering palms right there where where the circle K and the uh, Firestone. Yeah, Firestone. Boys and Girls Club. Mm-hmm. So I grew up in a, with a, a group of friends and for a long time I felt like when I left to college I left them behind and I and I neglected them. And of course everybody has their own life and their own their own world and stuff. And I see them, I drive by, stop by my parents and I see them and I see them doing this, kids and Oh, two, three kids, a girlfriend, well, dropping off, going to work, whatever. So everybody's still doing their 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 thing. But I feel like with this podcast, I could reach back to my community. I think really that was like one of the, the biggest catalysts for me was to to be able to reach back to the little homies or the older homies and say like, hey, like this neighborhood still has a yeah. voice, and 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 we can do something. Yep. And I'm not gonna let you guys down all again because. In my head, I felt like, again, I went and I and I explored my world and 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 I gained so much from it. Right. So now I want to turn around. How and say can like I bring that back? Bring that back yeah. and say, hey guys, like, I don't know if it's a little kid listening to it with you know on his headphones or it's an older person that grew up with me. It's like, hey, like I'm still the same person. Yeah. We're all the same. We're all going through our struggles. You still have, you know. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I. I the cool I, thing. Like I'm. I'm lost. You know. The cool thing I'll tell you about where like your podcast is is like for those of us in the community, like a lot of the episodes that that you guys have had both on Selected Series and here, like I know some of the people. I don't know some of the people. Mm-hmm. But every story I I got invested in, and I'm like, man, I don't know this person, but I respect them. Yeah. Like they're killing it. Like I fucking love hearing like. Everybody has like a a, cole- a collective depth to their story, and then like this triumphant like you yeah. know return, and it's a beautiful thing that you can bring that out, you know. And you decided to do that with going to school, doing this, doing that, and then coming back and saying, okay, what, w- how can I bring all this together to to convey that, you yeah, know? That's because my objective. yeah, whether you w- whether you even realize it or not, you're you're doing it, dude. Like you you literally are. And there's people that I've had conversations with, you know, about the podcasts and stuff like that about certain episodes and. In my head, I always have that moment where I'm like, fuck, yeah, dude, like, that's, that's cool. what it's all about, man. Like, you're, it's a lot different when, from when you listen to, like, a podcast, like, let's say one of, the, you know, the mainstream podcasts and stuff, and you're listening to, like, celebrities talk and this and that, and you're like, yeah, it's a great podcast, and, like, David Goggins motivated me, or, like, this person motivated me, you know, you know, because you listen to that podcast. But then when I hear somebody that, like, is from where I'm from, not necessarily in the same industry, but chasing after it, doing what they're doing, changing the game 
in their own way, you know, and it, it just, it brings back this reinvigoration to me where I'm like, fuck, dude, okay, they're killing it. Like, I gotta, I, I gotta continue. Now you gotta do something. Yeah, I gotta keep killing it, dude, because there's a lot of highs and lows within the journey too, dude. Like, even after opening the gym and stuff, there's a little bit of complacency. There's a little bit of like, what's next, you know, like, or, or just fatigue. Like, you get burnt out, you get tired, like, for right be up until right before the pandemic, or no, I should say up until before the baby was born. It was like 12, 13 hour days for me at the gym, dude, you know, and I kind of made a, a promise not only to myself, but to like my wife, you know, and it took a while to get there. But to say like I'm, I have to slowly like get comfortable with removing myself from those long days at the gym. OK. And know that it's still going to like it's still going to flourish because now there's like there's more amazing trainers in there as well. You know, that that is definitely true. So uh, to make that relevant to my thing bringing the bringing the podcast to my house was something that i became complacent with so it's here it's like building a gym in your house and right. saying like oh it's there and i'll use it but really not going to and and for me i mean it all depends right right but for me my ob my objective is six months from now is maybe have a brick and mortar brick and mortar place to have a to, to give the community a hub right. they can come in and touch and record and see yeah. and, and have you know, meetings of the minds and definitely you know, yeah that way i give myself i give this thing a proper the proper respect it, it it deserves and you know i switch turn on the lights and and it's game time because yep. right here i can turn it on and, and feel at home and stuff it's a different feeling. no i get what you mean dude because uh, yeah it's it's the movement it's like the, it's almost like a ritual dude like for me, if I were to work out at home, I know movements. I know, like, you know, I can do, um, like, a lot of different things with, like, one kettlebell. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, the drive to the gym, the songs that I hear to the gym on the way to the gym to go do a workout, you know, like, I, it all kind of leads up to, like, that fucking workout, dude, where I'm like, okay, like, I kind of went through my routine, my ritual, and I'm here. And at that point, like, headphones on, I'm ready to work out, I'm ready to kill it. The only thing that sucks for me is like nowadays that's few and far between because there's so much going on. Like, let's say I go to work and and I'm training clients and then I have an hour in my day where I'm like at the beginning of the day, I know like 11 o'clock, I'm going to have that hour to work. And 11 o'clock comes and I'm getting like in that mindset to like work out. And then in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, shit, I have to go clean that really quick or I have to go do this really quick. And I start to like just veer off, veer off or somebody comes in because they're asking questions about the gym and like. You know, I, I'm thankful for that, first of all, you know, so in my head, I'm definitely going to take the time to talk to somebody about what we have to offer and stuff like that. But then that hour turns into like 45 minutes and then a half hour. And I'm like, I can still kill it in half an hour, you know, but it's like it just it slips away, you know. So I, I in, the, in the recent time, I've had to kind of like learn how to remember to set that little bit of time aside for myself, you know, and go back to that and say, like, I'm going to be selfish with this because, yes, I need to like of service to everybody but at the end of the day like i also need this time for myself to you know yeah man to get that that time in you know i think because and i haven't mentioned it and i don't think anybody knows but before this airs uh, everybody will probably know that i'm having a, a kid and so uh heck yeah th that's dude. gonna be my main priority and then you know everything yeah. else so the the podcast has to has to have its own place in my yeah. in my in my world otherwise um, it, I'll just close the doors 
and turn off the lights yep. and never open this thing again. Uh, dude, yeah, and that's why I said in the beginning the, the congrats are mutual now because, you know, yeah. I, I didn't know how personal you wanted to get no, on no. your end of the couch over there. Yeah. But, like, it's just stuff that you don't, you know, you were saying you prayed for your baby yeah. for so long. Me and my wife um, has b- have been going through this journey. We've been together for 14 years. And you could say we haven't been trying for that long, but it's it's been like about 10 years that we have just, you know, haven't been able to have a child. And now that we, we do, it's hard for me to enjoy those little moments or those little doctor visits and this and that. Um, during the pandemic right now. And especially stuff, yeah. during the pandemic because they don't let her, yeah. they don't let her bring anybody in. So I'm like, oh, how did it go? Yeah. Anyways, I'm I'm always been that dude that the that would say the glass the glass is half half empty, not half full. Right. And I, I don't know for whatever reason, but just recently starting uh with this whole work with Renee and Louise, they showed me to be patient, to be cuz you're you're in a team yeah. team environment and I've always played played by myself. <coughs> just so that I wouldn't let anybody down or I wouldn't hold people to my standard right and now uh i've gaining my wife into my like we've been married for for a while now but now it's like yo like we have to make decisions together we were just talking about this the other day uh you you can't like if i say something you gotta go with it yeah you can't undermine yeah yeah, so it's it's like damn even i'm on another team too yeah it's true man (laughs) and you know what i will say this man like whether the you always look like half empty, half full. Like once you see that little face, like your cup's gonna be running. No, my cup is full the now. Couple runneth sure. over, bro, with <laughs> love and like happiness, dude. Like, dude, you can have like the worst day, and I've heard countless parents say it, dude. Like I've heard, like, even my mom would always tell me, like, you know, you'll understand the love once you have a kid, you know. So I knew there was something special ahead, you know. Once mm-hmm. once my wife and I reached that point where we were able to have our baby as well, you know, and as soon as she was born, it was like. <laughs> dude like it's just an insane feeling dude like really? an insane feeling like it, it it's it's indescribable only because like i'm still so caught up with it that i'm still trying to register like the right words for it but you can't because it's just such a beautiful like it's just insane dude and and when i saw you guys break the news i was super like just elated for you guys yeah, bro. you're probably Be- one of the first persons man to, to reach out and for me it's just because i know like you know i i know you guys from first when you guys you know came into the gym I'm, i met both you and moni and stuff and like you guys have been amazing friends you know since then but i've seen how you know you guys are as just human beings and how selfless you are when it comes to the things that you're trying to do with like you know the like the food banks and like the stuff that you've done during the holidays to give out yeah so i already know you have a fucking great heart dude and when you apply that to being a parent and how selfless you can be to like a human being you don't know mm-hmm. now you as- apply that same selflessness to like this little smile that's in front of you dude it's just like fuck dude it's yeah. it's insane dude it's one of the best feelings in the world and then when you have a, an awesome teammate dude like my wife fuck dude yeah she's so amazing at, at just being unconditional and like selfless with that that little girl dude that to me it's like it's beautiful to witness it's beautiful to be a part of and mm-hmm. and it just makes you want to like hustle grind like all those those freaking words that we throw out there loosely like now it's like you have purpose you have like this thing that you're like you don't want to let either of them down all right so 
I don't know. I feel like you've been carrying this whole, this whole, this whole interview, this Being whole conversation. I'm a uh, seed planner, co-pilot, bro. There's a uh, landscaping in my background too. So. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mijo, quitas sprinkler. Yeah. Well, my dad One before before oh. he was a welder, like he had a, uh, he was partnered in the landscaping business with my uncle, and then all my other uncles like literally like took off yeah well no they all have uh landscaping businesses in the desert like their own but there's like tons of them bro <laughs> and they're like all brothers you know so that the jardineroism is is definitely there in your blood it's in the blood so i was just f- do you want to talk about anything specific or do you want to go um, in go into something that i'll i'll say like <laughs> you what happened <laughs> Yeah. We're we're starting. You just took a big old dump and <laughs> we we can hear it. We heard you moaning a little bit. It's okay. Self the self talk that he was having in there. <laughs> he was doing a, Who a TikTok. Who does number two work for? <laughs> <laughs> oh I know what we can talk about. Uh, Alright, bring it back in. You have a a backpack jacket coming out right i do hey. well okay so that's not my garment but like it's dope so uh on shark tank uh there was this oh you hit them up no no, no. <laughs> this is a product that's already made like, no i know yeah it's but just it's just a blank like everybody kind of like you know everybody goes with standard blank standard mm-hmm. hoodies and stuff like that and like you know i'm not necessarily retail i'm not necessarily you know trying to do my own cut and sew or this or that but mm-hmm. I I like to fucking like stray from the path a little bit, you know. So um, uh, there's a product that it's like a, it's called the Quick Flip Hoodie, and I, I saw it on Shark Tank. And so basically, what it is, it's like a zip up hoodie, and he's got other versions now, but it's like a zip up hoodie that you turn it inside out, and it becomes like a drawstring backpack, and it's fucking super sick. Like I thought the idea was a little cheesy, and then I like felt the quality of it. Okay. And in my head, like I'm such a meticulous person. Like yeah. if it doesn't meet my standards like if i wouldn't wear it i'm not gonna try to sell it you know and so when i saw it and when i like wore it i'm like fuck this is so golden dude like this is so sick so i kind of like shifted from that to deciding what i was gonna do design design wise and stuff like that and um put that little like design together and then um which has fucking its own little thought put behind it and stuff like that and then um and then yeah like we're gonna release the the hoodies by the time this releases they'll probably have already hopefully sold out the design was made by you yeah okay yeah so i used the uh, the basquiat crown mm-hmm. so um that crown is like really like widely and like loosely used like i i think even the majority of people that use it don't really like know where it's from or like who the artist was yeah but the crown itself has like it's its own like a multi- multitude of meanings you know he mm-hmm. used it in different paintings for different reasons to like either kind of like blaspheme royalty or also to kind of just show like the pioneers of like you know of of their own avenues and stuff like that so to me the crown is basically like <laughs> without getting too deep with it you know like i'm not necessarily calling like myself a king or like anybody a king or a queen but it's almost as though like i'm a servant under the crown you know like I'm serving my community. I'm serve. I'm better serving like you know people with their own wellness. Yeah. So the crown is just that like it's on top of the 111, you know, because that's the service. Like we're the servants of of what we want to do, you know. And then aside from that, it's just like it's almost like the underground kings, you know, like the uncrowned kings, like the underdogs, like the ones that like not for nothing, but like 
we're super still like small like mom and pop shop you know like so at the end of the day it's like to get the accolades that we've gotten and stuff like that like i try to remain like humble and i you know obviously get defined by them but at the end of the day like i'm fucking proud dude because like we're not supposed to win those awards bro like you know like i i have that like face down grind you know attitude and i'm always just working 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 and i've seen these awards through the years that like i've been open and i've seen other gyms open you know win them and stuff and like it you think to yourself like ah, it's just an award whatever you know but the crazy thing is that your your team grew yeah and um the your clients grew the clients grew and like and it's just during a pandemic during the pandemic yeah and aside from the the clientele growing it's still the original cast too yeah you know like if i look back when we first started the classes like i think you know four years ago basically now like half of the people that are still in the class are like the originals like the original because the class sizes were so small like it literally was just them you know and now they've stuck all these years through with it now and then there's new faces and new you know new personalities that are like a, a valuable part of that gym of, of of its culture of its you know energy and essence and so to me it's like we're serving them mm-hmm. you know we're serving them and we're hoping that you know more people are, are wanting to come in and and you know kind of like understand that yeah we work out but it's also like it's so much more than that to us do you get people requesting certain things like like for instance uh that flex mix one or two <sighs> like hey can you play that for this class yeah dude yeah like or is that well like they trip out no, too because no one wants to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> we won't we won't hurt uh renee that way no dude it's opposite man like no i know i i without trying to make him all embarrassed you know during class like i'll put him on blast and be like you know the music you're listening to right now is is from renee like he he uh-huh. did this mix you know and his, his legs quiver <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude like it's just it provides the best fucking uh energy no, dude, he really you guys really went congrats on that on that mix because thanks dude um i went up for a 45 minute run and it was exactly a 45 minute run and every song i was like oh man and then it, the next song would yeah. pick up i was like oh wait you taught the I volume am. two that montage one yeah yeah dude like he hit the, the last dragon yeah, <laughs> So he hit the fucking the first mix out of the fucking park, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like that one was killer, dude. <laughs> like half the views that it has on the platforms are probably just fucking from me, like just selfishly listening to this shit, you know. Oh, that's cool. But then the second one, um, like I, you guys kind of covered the topic on his episode where it was like I had this fucking like playlist, dude, where I'm like, when I was a kid, I would always envision fucking being in these movies, like The Last Dragon, fucking Rad, like all these '80s movies, like rocky my fucking lip goes sideways just like him so i wanted to be fucking rocky dude like you know just that that was like my i'd get lost in that shit dude like and so from a young age dude i've always been very like the fucking underdog deserves to win dude like even when like you're when we're watching a fight and clearly like this dude's gonna lose like i'm like i want him to win dude (laughs) you know yeah shock the fucking world you know like it's just it is what it is that's that's where i come from dude so so for me, like I had all these personal movies that were like were my favorites, you know, and and that list was literally all the fucking montages, like the the part where the heroes like overcoming that adversity or training to overcome adversity or going through some shit, you know, and and at the end of the day, this music was always playing in the background. So for a long time, I had this little like playlist, but it wasn't like seamless the way Renee did it. And so when I talked to him about it, it was kind of like. You could tell it was way different from what he deals with, you know, but it was also like this beautiful fucking like, all right, I 
got you. Like, I'm a fucking, I'm going to run with this. Plus, you put him on a bunch of music that he probably was, like, completely unaware of. It's all 80 of. shit, bro. Yeah, but, but, but I mean, I'm uh, 89. I'm a viejo. But, but I'm not, I'm not. So, like, yeah, I grew up with the, the music and the songs, but it's like my cousin. He texted me, or he tagged me on uh, Nintendo, yeah. a bunch of Nintendo games. And then he tagged me on a Super Nintendo stuff, and I'm like, oh no, I know I'm that. a I'm a Super Nintendo, yeah, not, I know that. not Nintendo. Yeah, no. so it's I'm like, the '80s fucking yeah, like say. the super young '80s baby. So like for me, um, <laughs> the first time I did cardio to that mix, like first of all, the did day that he dropped it, did you cry, bro? Did you cry? I <laughs> do. I'm not gonna fucking lie, dude. I'm not gonna lie, bro. <laughs> so the first time I listened to it, I was driving to the fucking the blood uh to go get my labs done, dude, uh-huh. and. uh I was driving. It was like seven seven thirty in the morning or something. He gave me the mix before he released it, so I was like giving it that pre-listen, you know. Yeah. And I was driving, and I remember, like, in the ten minute drive that it took f- to get to the fucking uh, labs uh, place, I had so much fucking amp and energy in me, dude, waiting in line because nobody can go inside. <laughs> I'm like, take my fucking blood. No, <laughs> dude, it was just I had so much energy that while I'm waiting in line, like I'm still listening to the mix, but I'm like, I want to go fucking run right now so bad dude like i just want to lose my place and go um but there's one part dude where it's like it's the shift between it's right at like towards the beginning like the three minute mark i think where it's like the the another one bites the dust and then it freaking switches into the fucking karate kid like that fucking you're the best around that little thing i remember i'm driving and i'm like what the fuck like just being like that shit surged through me dude and like I had so much like hyped and happy emotion that my my eyes were like watery while I'm driving and I'm like this is what fucking music is all about dude and like when you pair the right music with the right like workouts you're going to get that energy that you want you know and you need and and it's crazy because the first time I actually did cardio to it I remember tapping into the emotion of being tired and then thinking of the fucking movie scene that's attached oh, to the okay. to the fucking song and then being like no fucking rocky didn't stop working out right now so i gotta keep on pushing through or like this is where fucking scarface was counting his money i want to be counting my money like that too so it's just like you know the thing that that um would be cool is if you guys made like a, a youtube video with the clips the actual clips from from where the movie's at yeah and then do a big ass projection that'd be dope while, while you guys you get your whole class breaking out fuck. Damn. And go one step further and have everybody dress up like the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude. Show up to your class with I'm clothes a, on. Like fucking show enough. <laughs> Who's the master? <laughs> <laughs> We're on it, bro. I'm taking I'm <laughs> taking notes. Yeah. We're on it. Nah, like shout out Renee for that shit, dude. And the, and I know we got plenty more in store for the Flex series, dude, which I'm super thankful for, dude. So you guys you guys are gonna be putting a bunch of those out. That's on him. He better commit to that right now while he's while he's listening to this uh I love it, dude. Renee, do you want to jump in here? We have uh, uh, somebody. This is, yeah, this is the. Uh, we can use the headphones right here. Yeah, homie, R- homie Renee Tovar, come on down. <laughs> Tell them what you want. He couldn't stay away from us, so came by. He's <laughs> oh, look who just happened to be in the neighborhood. Let me let me scoot this way. That way you can scoot into the frame. Renee, you got room? Yeah. No, I cannot. Oh, check I it out. Check check. Ha, ha, ha. What up, y'all? What up? What up? There he is. Shit, there man. You look so like you didn't even work out this morning, but I you I'm did. literally in my workout stuff. You from still, this man. Morning. You look all clean, limpiecito. <laughs> you smell like you I haven't worked out. Oh, <laughs> that's why I'm glad I'm on this, <laughs> this side over here. Hey, um, um, so what's up, bro? Like, uh, fill us in on uh, the the flex mix. Uh, we were talking about it. Well, you guys kind of covered it all, but we have more coming. Actually, 
it would be dope that wh- when you if you guys see this after give us what you guys would want to see I maybe like that. um we kind of had some ideas already um i don't want to spoil it i don't want to spoil it but um yeah i think that would be dope but honestly man like how jaime was saying right now is i think the biggest thing was it challenged me i think you said something during a workout bro like um uh like i'm not only gonna challenge you in the gym but like outside of the gym and i think that's what like reflective of these mixes is like it's been pushing me to like do something different but not only for myself but for Jaime to like to build his brand because he is number one gym in the desert, right? But <laughs> not only that, that, but not nobody has nobody has a a mix, you know, for their gym, and I think that's what I wanted to kind of be like. You deserve something like that, bro. Yeah. So I, that's why I did it. That's why I'm gonna keep doing it. Obviously, we're basically like extended family. But it's, well, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's it, it all goes with – sorry, go ahead, no, bro. I was just going to say it's from within the gym too. Right. You know, it's like it it's is. somebody that literally like puts right. in that, that groundwork in, in there, you know, with us. And but, but it's the inspiration that I get there too. I think I, I think that's something that I was, was watching is um, – kind of wasn't mentioned is the reason why I did the mix is because the music is so good at the gym. I think that's a big part of why I love – going there you know um obviously when it was inside it was like the sound you improvised outside you have the speaker you know and i think it's <laughs> and always sun bus here and there <laughs> and as a music and as a music lover dude you always pick sick mixes dude like i'm i'm always like bro who's this you know and it's like <laughs> well, it's i'm a music lover at heart bro like yeah, i mean it I, is the, my fitness are. life is like this much of my entire life you know right. which like i was raised by hip-hop by freaking right. deep house by like right. just all kind you know ev- everything that like for the rest of my life like that that's who i am dude right, so music bro. to me like art to me i mean everybody has a playlist of their life like right. if, if you go back and you look at like the music you used to listen, that's basically the playlist yeah. for your life right right yep. so why not expand it but and make it all I'm is for sure a music head though, bro. I will give you that. You're as much a music head as you are a gym head. If and I should speak a lot, you know, because you're in the gym, you know, I bro. I got Wu Tang <laughs> tattooed on me, bro. So <laughs> I better be, bro. Literally. So yeah, man. I, literally, I get inspired every time I go. So you, 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 you look, you look taller, dude. Man, I don't nobody know ever that. says that to me. Dude. It's messed up. <laughs> I think it's just because he's just slimming down. Oh, okay. uh, I don't, don't take the gym, don't man. That's Shit, the compliment bro. I literally work <laughs> look for every day of my life, dude. Hi, man, you look taller. What have you been doing? You need some stilts if anybody's going to tell you I need some, vitam- some vitamin D in my life, dude. Get, get a little taller. Shit, hey, bro, man. I'm small, too. So, you know, small, uh, big things come in small packages. So oh. don't, don't trip. <laughs> they do, we, we do big bangs. Yes, sir. The the whole thing that you're talking about with the music and the the gym and stuff, it all reflects back to community. Like him him being part of your gym's community, right. it, it's it's actually like seeping out into the main community. And we're getting I get people like for instance, my brother was cutting hair the other day, and was that's why I said the 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 last the last dragon song because I was like, what you're what are you doing? Like th- this is Renee's mix and. Yeah, sure enough. Yeah. And then he's been on that uh 
what is it vibes no was it vibe, no, six? vibe six yeah yeah bro vibe, didn't yeah. he just text us he's like yo every, every like he can't stop listening to right, it right, right. and the people that are going into his his barbershop are listening to that so there's just an expansion right. of like right. all of us are intertwined yeah, yeah. and then that's somebody that might not have known what 111 right. was or you exactly, know like bro. that's one of my biggest things is like i don't necessarily look towards within my industry to do like collaborations like mm. i i want to even my influences aren't within my industry right. Like right i'm huge on like jeff staple levi maestro you know like um benny gold like they're more like streetwear designers they're more people that kind of right. like went above and beyond streetwear and did these other business ventures but if you pay attention like they collaborate with people that like aren't necessarily in their industries you know and that's kind of like how that seed that seed grows like yeah, within yeah. that you know with within where it's supposed to be i see that definitely i i, I have an idea of oh, i'll run it by you but yeah let's keep it off there because if it's a good one then we're gonna yeah <laughs> no yeah, it's anyway. just well. i feel like i feel like subcultures have certain things that have in common and right. like the music aspect with the art aspect and then now you have fitness aspect like right. I'll I'll run it by you and see see if you like it, but I'm pretty sure this could could happen. Yeah, but okay. I I mean this guy's gets to the grin because he knows that <laughs> if my wheel starts. If you spinning. see something that was the three of us involved, it's the idea that he was just talking <laughs> about. Right now, so. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, yes, yep. sir. Yes, sir. So Renee, um, you hit a million on TikTok or not yet? <laughs> Is he gonna skydive? <laughs> Bro. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I said. I said if I get ten thousand followers, I'll skydive. That low. Dude, I'm yeah. gonna start working on getting I'm campaigning. No, yeah. if I'm gonna wrap, I'm gonna wrap my car in that. Dude, if like any of us three get ten thousand followers, I'll skydive. Fuck it, why not? I don't have to skydive for because if we're all interconnected, so it's gonna be beneficial for all of us. Okay, so <laughs> if you're listening, we gotta put a billboard. Make sure you're following the tree. tree on Ramon on all the in entrances of Palm Springs. <laughs> Man, dude, and then we put a go a GoPro on him. Oh no, dude! You all all you're gonna see is is seeing me go like jump and then just the, <laughs> the whole time down, bro. I'm bro. You know I'm terrified of heights, right? <laughs> no yeah, way. I heard. Oh no, nah, dude. But. Anyways, I yeah, no, man, man uh, I hope that I hope that comes to life. Not not oh. because I want 10,000 followers, but just because <laughs> I want to see Renee Skydive. Dude, speaking of, ten, since we're kind of going off on a tangent, I need to talk so to this many. about on his episode. Dude, he made a meme. Remember the Bernie memes? Mm. Oh, you're oh gonna yeah, yeah. You're going to talk about that? He made a Kid Cudi one, right? Dude, it went viral. It oh. Kid Cudi himself, yes. Bro, dude, that was not you, dog. That's what I said. So... <laughs> I came here <laughs> to record the podcast. Monica told me, oh, yeah, oh, this is all the time. I said, wait, bro. He was asking who did this. I said, wait, that was you? And he, sh he came, he brought up the app thing. I said, bro. That's sick, dude. Bro, I will say this, dude. When we sat down the first the first episode or the first time we, we did the podcast, I had no idea the design mind that you had, dude. <laughs> I, di I, just, I didn't. And, like, I started seeing little things, you know, obviously, like, following you and stuff like that. I started seeing you drop little gems here and there. Mm -hmm. And I'm a fucking designer, too. I didn't go to the schooling oh, for no, it. No, you right. are, though, but you got that is But, right. like, I, dude, my, like, I see what I see. I like what I like. Right. And, like, every time you drop something, like, a little design or, like, some kind of graphic, I'm like, fuck, that's so sick, dude. Yeah. Because I don't try to make it too crazy. I just, uh, I grew up seeing, like, uh... I don't know if you guys ever heard of, oh, uh, what is it called? Like, uh, Walrus TV. It was like an old school, 
a graffiti uh, uh, channel on YouTube, okay. and they would they would put like the dopest artist. Did it have uh. anything to do with Upper Playground? Up Upper Playground. Okay. And they they would um, highlight every artist. So I grew up watching the dopest artists, and 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 I would write down their name and and like their website, and I would visit it and like old school websites. So you're looking at the the homies that that started it all and how they evolved and and they evolved into simplistic forms of art because yeah. they already did everything mm. and i've already seen so much that yeah. i'm like like how daniel from from nonfiction is like bro all this stuff is 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 cool like you could do it for clients you could do it for whatever but you're st- i feel like my stuff just needs to sit n- nice and like the like with Renee sends me de- uh, design, and I'm like, bro, just move this shit like a twig. She has that eye, bro. <laughs> That's why I appreciate what you he do. Has bro. That eye, like, and then bro, it looks bro. completely different. Yeah, it does. Off All you do yeah. is just like click, yeah. click, yeah. and then now it's Add like a, a little shadow design. to it, bro. Well, we'll buy it and make it pop. No, and the like de- dude, like the, I don't <laughs> know if I like the same, but the devil is in the details, you know. Mm, but yeah. at the end of the day, like, whatever the fuck you're doing, dude, if you have like your details figured out, and like, you know how long that shit takes. Sorry to interrupt no, you, but. I'm sure the, the the three little lines right there to space them out and to to get that little the the the, the e even the space. I'm sure yeah. you the kerning on those letters what you it took you a minute. It yeah, did. bro. It I wasn't it wasn't just like oh there I did it. Oh, they fit. Oh, cool. Like no, yeah, I, nah. it, I was gonna ask. Uh, so you designed all of your. So when did you first start? Like I don't think we asked in the first. Uh, I used to work. Series, right. I used to work at Best Signs. Like oh what two thousand. <laughs> 2001 i think it was to through like 2004 Word. and then after after that that's when i started welding with my dad but when i first came back because we talked I, I wanted to be an animator when i was you know right. i went to college for a year so when i moved back i got a job at best signs but it was more like of a journeyman job like i i they set me in the screen print room uh-huh. their screen printing is more for like realtor signs and stuff it's not clothing but it's like it's still a screen print operation right so still i learned how to ropes. screen print i learned you know, inks, I learned drying, I learned, you know, blasting out the screens, all that stuff, you know, like covering up pinholes and screens, like all that stuff, oh you know. So I was in the screen room for like screen print room for like maybe a year. And then after that, there was an opening in the graphic shop and uh-huh. uh, they really like promoting from within and stuff like that. And so the owner was like, hey, like you have that meticulous little mind, you know, like you've been kind of doing this. How would you like to kind of start doing like some design work and plotting stickers? Like now you're going to move from screen print to plotting. And so like. I was doing little like real estate signs and stuff, but it was all vector based software. So FlexiSign, which is the software we we were using, literally runs just like CorelDRAW and Adobe Illustrator. So once you understand like the way vectoring works and stuff, you can create, you know, your artwork. So then when I'd get bored, I started doing my own little designs. And I had this little fucking t-shirt thing that I wanted to start up called Dirty Six. So Dirty Six was like based on the number 36. Because three six this is this my is birthday from the vault. Yeah, right this now. is these these are the vaults, dude. So three six March six, that's my birthday. So thirty six has always been my favorite number because of Wu Tang, thirty six chambers, mm. all that. So I had this like this little brand dirty six, and I had this little like cartoon logo of my face, and that was like the thing. Oh, and, like, bro, you gotta bring it back. Everybody had that. Yeah, from, right. from like that obey. Um, yeah, and then well, mine was more like. Remember, Pharrell did these like little like cartoon oh, figures. I love that those. was like I did a little caricature oh, of myself okay. like that. Skateboard Pete. Yeah, so that was like 
that's kind of where that stemmed from. Cheesiest fucking little designs, dude. But in that, like, I had this one shirt that said, like, Vanity Kills, and it was backwards. So, like, if you w- saw it in the mirror, it would tell you Vanity Kills, you know? Like, that's, that's dope. Just, just little things like that, dude. And then from there, like, uh, I started doing digital print at Best Signs. So it jumped from working with, like, vector-based software to now, like, having to learn Photoshop and having to learn rendering and, like, you know, designing wide format graphics that are going to be on vehicle wraps on billboards and stuff and learning like pixelation and like resolutions and all that stuff dude so that was like my schooling for all of it you know uh, that was how long ago <sighs> 2001 through 2004 oh bro that's like woo, that's like you almost know? over but 15 years but within then i planted the seed that one day i wanted to make yeah. shirts so fast forward to like when i was a trainer now i had a little bit of a following a little bit of like a groove and that's when I started, like, the get off your ass stuff, the Goya right. stuff. Oh, okay. You oh, know, which hopefully I'll be saying. bringing back soon. Like, I want to rebring, like, a bunch of, like, the old designs, bring some yeah. new. Like, I, I really want to focus on on bringing get off your ass back, like, the whole Goya thing. Except yeah. <laughs> Goya fucking, like, boycott Goya came came out, out, like, last year with the whole, like, political shit. Right. And I'm like, no, not Goya. You fucking leave Goya alone. <laughs> Not the brand, the word, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I still use it. <laughs> I know. Uh, thank you. Someone does. <laughs> yeah, same I here. Still I still use it. it. Yeah. Still well, like the other day in my head. But that's that's kind of like where the design background is from from me, dude. Ah, you know? makes makes. And so then much building sense. gates, like seeing like balance and weight when it comes to like iron work and stuff like that, and not overcomplicating iron iron work designs and shit. Like you know, yeah. my brain like. It sucks because when it comes to the designing, like simplicity, like I have the, the most trouble with that. Yeah, you you can't let go. Like uh, like I was saying about those lines, it, uh, it probably took you a few hours, maybe maybe a week, maybe a month. Like it honestly to be happy with the balance. Ex- exactly. Yeah. So right. like with selected series, that um, it took me like two months to come up right. with just with I the all like yeah. the and then and then the the font was like another struggle like you, yeah you can pick whatever font but it's just certain things that have yeah. to be you know aesthetically yeah. pleasing to the eye and it you can tell who puts that thought into it dude <laughs> like looking at daniel's stuff too daniel's stuff is freaking beautiful yeah. dude mm-hmm. his designs are always like just they hit the mark dude right. he does he also does like uh, car wraps and stuff i i started doing um it's called uh drafting in high school at City High School. I remember. I took a drafting class. Yeah. So you start with different weights of pencils, like different graphites mm-hmm. and stuff. And so you start to pay attention, the line thicknesses. And then from that drafting class, so I did I think drafting one, two, and then architecture, and then like AutoCAD. So you start noticing space. Yeah. Just just space. Thicker that lines, thinner lines, yep. And then I realized, oh, I don't want to be an architect, so I went to do design. And then I started from nothing in college. And it took me to the hardest class, which was the most time-consuming, was uh, typography. But we were using old Indian inks with pens and stuff. So old school, like all hand rendering. And that was the hardest class, but I learned the most. I learned the most about positive and negative space. Um, That's a dope class to take. Yeah. If, If anybody wants to be a designer... I recommend them taking a typography class because mm. you'll learn the most from that. Is, is this in college? This is in college, oh, okay. and so you, you're you're drawing these letters like the this, the the sign that I did with with my um, that's just hanging in that in that 
in the room with the selected series with the ink and stuff did okay. you see that um that's all like learning measurements like taking the, the stuff that i learned from the autocad and the drafting into that the the, the typography class yeah. It just made That's that so thing. Dope. I think that made me and see. Those are all little like layers that I didn't even know about you, bro. Right. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. where it's like right. you think like someone just maybe knows how to like design, like use it. Like me, I just know how to u- use Illustrator. That's like a whole other world that I got fucking respect and love because now right. you know the detail of this and that and mm-hmm. that and that. And if need be, we lose computers tomorrow. <laughs> you're yeah. still in the game. I'm still in the game. Yeah. yeah. yeah and being able to be resourceful, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah. Sweetie. You're done? You're over it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Oh, okay. Let me just wrap it up. Right, go back into it and then. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to chop this shit out of you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys. That's fine. But I w- we were. Uh, you could just be like. You can go back into it. Okay. So, say something funny. Tell me a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, it's a weird, like, uh, just real fast. Let's. Uh, you want to just maybe ask him, like, what he has coming? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, Jaime, you have. Oh, oh, damn. I just went blank. All right. So, let me see. Three, two. We have. We talked about we talked about a bunch. You of know, like Bridget? Um, um, Bridget with the. Uh, okay, so Renee, you and Jaime just came. Y- you and Jaime just put together that flex mix. Uh, hitting it back to Jaime, y- what's the momentum going forward to? Um, you know, the pandemic. We got vaccines coming out. We might be having, you know, op- reopenings of certain things. Will your gym, h- how does that look for your gym? Because I know schools are opening yeah. up soon. I mean, it <laughs> looks like business as usual. Yeah. You know, are you bringing it back in or are you staying outside? I, 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 the whole time I've like tried to, fo- or I haven't tried, I have followed like what we're supposed to be doing. Like mm-hmm. to the point where like everybody still had to have kept on their masks like during workouts and stuff like that. And uh, I, I, I've taken this whole thing very seriously, dude. At the end of the day, like, the last thing I've ever wanted to feel during this whole pandemic is that somebody's grandma, grandpa, like father, mother, any loved one got sick because of a trace that came back to like the gym, you know? So I've kept my distance. Um, we've been smart. It's been super difficult at times cause I didn't want to feel like this like dictator, like, you know, put on your mask when we're sitting there, like s- saying the same things about our politicians. But at the end of the day, like, like I said earlier, like the simplest thing that we could do, if we're making an effort is keeping that mask on, you know? So we've continued to do that. I've continued to follow those rules. And every time we move from like those tiers, the way they have that whole thing set up, there's a certain percentage of people that we can have inside the gym. So like if we're at a purple tier, then it's like, uh, according to the gyms, we can only be outside. Uh, if you're at red tier, we're able to have like 10% capacity inside. And then every tier after that, it gives us more capacity. So like, as we shift from tiers, then I'll just follow along with that. You know, um, the one thing that I do want to um, imp- implement in the gym is just having more of a like a little bit of a retail space, you know, to have like constant merchandise like available. Because up till now, I'll just do little drops here and there, which I love doing because they're quick hits. 
you know, and there's no real like management of it, you know, long term, it's just sell out. That's it. Cool. Never bringing that design back. But through the years, I've always heard like, when are you going to do this one again? When are you going to do that one again? And I can see the little demand for certain designs where I'm like, I have enough of a little like package to put together so I can have like a little bit of inventory plus some new stuff plus stuff that I haven't done before, like maybe some shorts, like leggings, you know, beanies, hats, you know, stuff just to have oh, its, cool. o- its own little its own little sustainable corner because if we start to revert back, you know, and we're kind of like limited in, in how many people we can have at the gym or what we're able to do, then at least I have that little retail space. That's yeah. smart. You know, and, and, not n- and only deal with just kind of like the, the fitness industry, but like bridge the gap of the fitness industry to mm-hmm. like streetwear and stuff like that because – the fitness industry is so much broader now years ago it was like just bodybuilders and you know hardcore like gym bros and this and that and now it's like the dude that you work with you know uh at whatever job like he's so into the gym you know but he's not like a bodybuilder it's just like he's so into that fitness life but he also likes wearing this brand and that brand so if i do some stuff that's like like like-minded now his gym wear is like kind of similar to you know uh, bro thank you for for stepping in to the studio uh so glad you came in and dropped some gems <laughs> you <laughs> you inspire me every time you come around thanks bro and, and uh, no dude thank you thank you thank you for for having me for doing what you do i mean the two of you for doing what you do you know <laughs> you putting yourself out there for for doing the seed planner dude like yeah. this i know it's a big venture for you and like i'm hyped for you dude i'm like Sweet. i can see i want to continue to see these and i want to continue to like keep up with what people in my community are doing and you're like the perfect person to do it, dude. Yes, you know? Thanks, bro. Stay tuned mm-hmm. for for future episodes. We future flex mixes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thank you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We, we out. out. Peace.